everyone. And thank you for tuning in to Duality Wednesdays at Hub 17. This week we will be talking about Sacral Chakra. And before I get into the specifics and kind of speaking on it, I felt called to have the sister who has the bowl, Nicole, to play it for us so that we can feel before we kind of hear what it is or have an understanding rather to be reminded by the vibration of what it is so that you can feel where you feel it in your body and what comes up for you and then we can kind of go into it what it uh what it is after so with that being said nicole are you with me I don't know if she unmuted herself. Oh, yeah, she, oh. Negativity. Okay, I got you. I got you. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> I'm just learning, guys, learning these buttons in front of me. Go ahead, Nicole. What were you saying? I am protected from anxiety, immune to negativity. My sense of well-being radiates life energy. I give and I receive. I am a transformer. for playing and thank you for taking good care of sacral is there anything else that you'd like to share just be very mindful of what your body needs not just today but every day yeah thank you so much of course and um we'll be seeing nicole next week because she is solar plexus so next week tune in for for that cup of duality. So I'll talk to you later, Nicole. Thank you. Bye. Bye. So that was great. And I'm really excited that we got to get the bowl played, even though I didn't have the opportunity to physically have it. I think it's important that each week that we go through the chakras that we get to feel the vibrations of them. And sacral being the second chakra right after root. So root being that foundation and then sacral being the next step above that. So sacral, the sacral chakra is called the swadhisthana in Sanskrit. And the swa means 
self and the adhishtana means established. So the whole word translated into English means where your being is established. This is the chakra that is, the color is orange and the energy of it is all about birthing and destroying and moving forward with and establishing self. Like now that you have that foundation, what are you building upon it? Coping mechanisms or ways to thrive. You know, it's like after you, whatever is going on in your root, if you're, you know, thriving or surviving or trying to be grounded, wherever it is, it, it really, really um, sets the foundation for what is going to go on in our sacral. And in our sacral, it's the area where our bodies are, where we store our addictions. And everybody has addictions. Whether our addictions are socially acceptable or not is a different question. But everyone has addictions. We all have things that we can like a lot of. And um, as human beings, where we tend to be obsessive, although we don't really like to talk about it because it can embarrass us. But we are, so why don't we use that and utilize that? Like you can see someone who goes to the gym often be looked at like super productive and incredible and like not that, and they're using their addictive energy maybe in a better way or quote unquote better way or however it is, if it's working good for their mind, body, spirit, and it's not solely based in ego. It's like it's still something that's going to be good because it's physical and, you know, they're getting active with it. Then you look at somebody who may use drugs or, you know, sex and things like that as escapisms or there's, those are their addictions that might not be societally acceptable as much and also may not be good for their being quicker or it could appear that way. But the truth is if you are, say a addicted to trying to save everybody trying to heal everybody but yourself and um you know that codependency is your addiction you could very well put yourself in harm's way just as someone else in any other spectrum when it whether it comes to things that may be acceptable or not out in public you can be putting them your yourself in harm's way just as bad because it's like i feel in my opinion when you are aligned with what you need to do you are not in harm's way because you're listening to spirit like you're listening you're following the path it's clear you know even if it gets hazy like it's clear you're still stepping in that but when you are kind of you know not following that and you are kind of veering off the path that's when it gets scary so it's like it say for me for example say I at a point of my life that's a big that was my addiction you know was that codependency and I would put myself in these positions where it's like I'm going on a limb and I'm doing all of this stuff for other people where I could have really harmed myself because I wasn't doing what I needed to do for myself so just as other people with other addictions can be putting themselves in harm's way like you can equally if you're going to the store and you're really not meant to go to the store, but you're putting yourself out there because you want to do something for someone else. Like you can very well get, God forbid, into like a car accident or something because you're not actually supposed to be there. That's not even in your path, but you're inserting yourself somewhere because of whatever it is that you're trying to do 
whether it's people please, seek validation, whatever it can be. So all of our addictions are going to look and feel different. And it's really important for no one to judge anybody else for that. And if you do judge naturally, just like checking yourself on that, you know, why am I so judgmental on this person? Where is it coming up for me? You know, and um, I just think it's really important that it doesn't get talked enough about in that where I've met people um, in all spectrums of life, you know, just because you do things behind closed doors doesn't make you a better person than other people that are going to talk about it, you know, out in the open, just because it's not seen, it's felt, and um, by the people who can have access to that feeling. So I think it's always just better for us to be honest with ourselves and with each other, because that's where we can really clear out these blockages. And some blockages that come up in the sacral chakra is fear. So fear, fear of death, fear of just fear in general. So if like you're afraid to be judged, you're afraid to be seen in a certain light, doing a certain thing, your sacral chakra is going to become blocked. And that's when we can have addictions to food or addictions to, like I said, any addictions that go look all different, you know, and then we store that there. And um, we don't have that connection to like abundance and um, creation. So sacral chakra controls our reproductive organs. So it's all about what are we birthing? And then also what are we destroying? As women, we bleed every month for majorities of our life and we shed our uterine lining. And not only when we do that, but we're also shedding away the things that no longer serve us. It's something that is really sacred and that is kind of like taboo to everybody now because it was kind of made to be that way. And that's a whole other episode for a whole other thing. But just to touch lightly on that is like when our bodies are doing that and how women could be like super sensitive and you know uh, when we're PMSing or when we're actually on our moon it's like we are feeling everything that needs to shed and if we are an empath which most people in general are whether they know or not um, or have more access to it by clearing out these different chakras and areas of our body you're feeling and you're shedding not only for yourself, but for your lineage and then for the people around you. So it's like you're just this conduit of um, of destroying. And destroying is needed. You know, like birthing is beautiful and birthing is also needed in creation and um, building upon new projects. It's beautiful. You know, that's all based in our sacral. And then the destruction of other things too is absolutely needed and crucial because we need to make space for these new projects that we want to birth, this new energy that we want to bring forward. So with that, it's like, what is the balance? What's the duality? Like, how are we going to, you know, do one without the other? We need to do both. And um, it's not something to be afraid of. It's something to embrace. You know, when we let go of things or create space, we're we're creating space for beautiful things. Now we just have to be specific on what it is. And we're coming up to the new moon as well tomorrow. And with that all being said, it's like, what do you want to invite into your reality? Like, what do you want to whisper to the moon to help fit in these areas? When we clear up space, like, you know, full moons will let things go. And, um, you know, every day we could let things go if it's up to us. But what are we going to fill into these spaces? Because if we don't get specific, then we're just going to fill it with the same old stuff that was there. So it's up to us to make sure that we are clearing out that way and like providing that balance, you know. So other things to keep in mind for sacral chakra is orange things. So orange things, eating oranges, 
orange fruits, veggies, you know, wearing orange, um, being aware of our sexual energy and treating ourselves as sacred in all, like as a physical being and also just knowing our, our sacredness. Like we should not be giving our access to every uh, access to everybody, to our energy and in different ways, you know, like I, I believe as far as when it comes to keeping our, our energy and our cords clear, like to be mindful. And it's not like, oh, you can't be with people or you can't sleep with people, you can't interact with them. It's not saying that you can have whatever sexual freedom it is that you desire to have, but just being mindful that when we interact with individuals sec sexually, we are creating cords. And when we create these cords, now we're tied to this person. So like a rule of thumb that I always say, if, like if you're not okay with being that person for one day, just one, um, don't sleep with them because you're gonna walk around with their energy. So if you don't wanna do that, then you know, maybe don't sleep with them. And if you still wanna do that anyway, then just make sure you take care of yourself. And there's different methods such as cord removal or just being mindful, like it's like, there's just like kind of uh, creating a barricade after um, being intimate because there is no such thing as like a, a, a spiritual condom. Like you need to go into yourself after experiencing other people's energy and removing it so you know where you start and they end. And that's why sometimes when individuals will sleep together or interact in a sexual way that they'll wake up the next day and they'll be like, I don't feel like myself like I, I feel awful you know why is it that I feel like this you know and it's like well you that, that person you know say that they've been struggling with a whole bunch of different things and now you just took on all of that energy on top of all of the other things that you've been experiencing so it could kind of kick up these um foreign kind of feelings and they're fine because they're really not yours and um this, if you're, if you don't have the awareness of this, then it can get really confusing and it can get, um, you know, for lack of better words, like very anxiety or uh, anxiety or depression can kind of kick up from there. And then we don't understand, or we try to make better, or, or we take blame for things that aren't ours. And, you know, so that's what I mean by saying sacred, like I'm not a person who's going to push like religious beliefs or anything like that like on you like for me specifically I'm based in native beliefs and that's that's where I come from with my base and my belief system you know I, I, I I've studied so many different religions and I take a little bit of what what feels good I give back to you know what feels good and and then I, I kind of go on with that and um, but my my point of bringing that up is like there isn't any judgment if that's something or if that's the life that you live. It's more just I want to remind you to nourish yourself and take care of yourself so you know where you begin and the other people end. Like you don't want to walk around with a web of people connected to you. You know, or, I mean, or maybe you do. I don't know. But if you don't, <laughs> like, maybe be mindful of that after the fact, you know, so you can really nourish your body and nourish that sacral that is so powerful, you know, and like 
talking about kundalini energy and all of this different life force energy that resides in our sacral, you know, in in between our sacral and our root, you know, those those serpents that come up, that energy that comes up that certain people will have this like really grand experience and other people don't have that like crazy grand experience and then they learn to work with it, you know. Um, just because you hear that one person is going to have an experience with something doesn't mean that you are and you don't have to like set yourself up for disappointment either. Everyone experiences everything differently and um, and however you experience things is perfectly designed for you. I know some people that um, had like such intense kundalini experiences that like knocked them on their ass for like a month. They couldn't do anything. And um, maybe you don't have a month <laughs> to like not be able to do things that you need to do. So um, just, you know, trusting the process and how everything comes up for you and just honoring what we give ourselves and what we don't give ourselves. Like it's like the indulging and overindulging and like underindulging, like not depriving. What are you suppressing? You know, and whatever you're suppressing desire-wise is going to be located in your sacral. So whatever you want to do, whether it's good or bad, when you find a way to find balance in that, where it's like, oh, well, I really, really, really want to eat cake, like, every day. I love cake so much. I just want to eat chocolate cake, strawberry cake, whatever it is, every day. It's like, okay, well, if you deprive yourself of that, you're going to, like, low-key hate yourself, right? So if you find these alternatives and, like, all right, well, one day a week I'm going to have cake. And on that Thursday I'm going to look forward to it and it's going to be amazing. Like, that's a way to balance things. You know, if there's certain things that you like to do behind closed doors, like, you can do these things. Set things up where they're consensual. Set things up where it's a mutual balance of you and either yourself or the other people you're interacting with. And, and you know, there's there's all different things for all different folks, you know, and that's the truth. You'll find it, all the things that you think that you may be the only person that likes or wants to indulge in. You find out that there's plenty of other people. So it's not about depriving yourself and pretending that you don't have like any ability to be yourself or do the things that you have to do it's it's simply like you can do whatever it is that you want to do whatever you wish to do if you allow it you know and then also everything in moderation like just not doing too too much you know finding your best way to Find balance in everything you do. Each chakra, each topic, everything that we're going to talk about on duality, I'm always going to like drill it into your head is like find your balance. You know, like shout out to Travis Scott for saying that in one of my favorite songs. Like I have a tattoo on me in Spanish. Like it's like that important to me. Like find your balance. Everything is about balance, 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 balance. And each chakra, if you want to activate it, if you want to optimize it, you want to balance it and what that looks like is not being robotic like not being this picture perfect like um yogi or spiritual practitioner you don't have to even call yourself spiritual to align with your chakras you know you don't have to you know have any particular belief to align with your chakras like it's literally just a energy system that each culture has 
And this one tends to be the one that a lot of us talk about a lot. And um, it just, I feel like it really clicks, this one. And uh, it's easier to describe and relate to. And it could be overwhelming sometimes. Like, oh my God, seven, they all have different colors and meanings. And take it one week at a time. That's why we're doing it once a week, you know, and focus in. Like, maybe this week you want to eat some tangerines and, you know, practice some fire breathing and root locking and pulling up the energy and pulling down the energy or getting to learn about what is sacred sexuality to you, you know, or what is your relationship to birth and what's your relationship to destruction? Like, what are these things? Um, how do they make you feel? Where do they come up for you? Which one gives you the most resistance? Um, which one are you most comfortable with? What is your strength? What is your you know, weakness, you know, sometimes our strengths look like, uh, our weakness looks like our strengths. We'll be like, oh, I'm super confident in this. And then we realize like, we don't even know what that is. You know, I I, I was talking to a few people recently. I mean, I feel like this conversation just recycles a lot in my life. And it's like understanding what it is that you want in a partner before just like accepting or like, um seeking any anyone out it's like what do I actually want in a partner without being so nitpicky or specific in a impossible way you know because nothing's really impossible it's good to be specific so you know you write down all the things you want or however it is and then you literally look at that and you're like well am I giving myself any of these things is that balance in me you know plot twist like it's anything that has to do with love is always going to go back to you and what you're attracting to it. Anything that has to do with anything is going to go back to that because we are the curators of our entire reality. We are the ones that show and invite and interact with what's going on outside of us is what's going on inside of us. Once I started realizing that, I started really paying attention on what's going on inside instead of avoiding it. Because if everything's chaos and turbulence on the inside, we're going to manifest that outside of our bodies. And then we invite these chaotic and drama-filled scenarios into our lives. And if you want that to distract yourself from your purpose, I mean, go right ahead and continue on that. But if you don't, which I highly suggest everybody because we really don't get time, you know, for that everybody really needs to in my opinion focus on ourselves and really get down to the root of what it is that we want to exist for because in this state of the world with everything that's going on you know in 2020 we learned really quickly like who we are in a survivalist state and um what kind of kicked up for us and what we looked like felt like who we interacted with, who showed up, who didn't show up, and how did we show up for ourselves? And what did we do in the face of chaos? Now, seeing that life can be so short and everything could kind of get taken away from you, like what, what do you want to focus on? You know, if you died tomorrow, would you be satisfied with the life you lived? And it's not to sit there, ponder, and beat yourself up on. It's, it's to literally make you put action in. Anytime you feel like you want to beat yourself up, because listen, I'm the queen of that. Like I... I'm not saying and sitting here for no reason, like it's taken an immense amount of self-reflection to understand who I am, to be able to even speak, period. Like 
nonetheless out loud, nonetheless on this microphone in front of you live doing this live on my phone, live on Facebook, you know, and, and sharing that and being vulnerable in that way. It takes us to a different place when things kind of unravel. And um, it's good to know yourself there and to see your strengths and your weaknesses in that space and kind of move accordingly after that. Like every time you start feeling like you want to beat yourself up for past behavior, how you could have did things better, just thank yourself and acknowledge that, you know, you did the best you literally could. Even when it feels like you didn't do the best you could, you did the best you could with the trauma that you have. And that applies to everybody, you know, even when people do trifling things to you, it's like the best they could do with the trauma that they had. Could they have chose to do better? Yeah, but did they have the capability to because of the survival mode that they were in at the moment, triggered by whatever case that they were in? Probably not, you know? So it's like most important thing is to forgive ourselves. And, you know, we forgive others and that's still forgiving ourselves. That's freedom for ourselves and not having, not getting stuck in that fear. Sacral chakra you know, if you feel yourself getting stuck in that fear, whether it's um, fear, fear of intimacy or fear of dying, fear of being seen, fear of success, that's a weird one that people have, you know, I have that. <laughs> or, or let's say past tense, have had that, you know, because neurolinguistics, we're mindful of what we're speaking into existence. But um, yeah. Whatever those fears are, like, look them directly in the eye and walk towards them because that's where you're going to find all of your power and your solutions. Like, it's on the other side of that discomfort and fear. When you are courageous, that comes from vulnerability. And that vulnerability is only taken after the acknowledgement that I could be hurt, embarrassed, or seen in a way, and I'm kind of sensitive or raw, but, like, I'm going to then, I'm afraid, right? But I'm going to do it anyway. And that's the thing, you know. I find that, like, with courageous people or people that put themselves out there is, like, that misconception of, like, yo, like, we're afraid to. I'll speak for myself. I, like, when I do a bunch of things, like, you look at me and be like, oh, like, what? Like, you went to another country and, you know, drank medicine. You had you went to by yourself and, like, three hours away from civilization. You moved to another country. Like, you're doing a, a podcast live. You're hosting moon ceremonies, these different things, like, if you would have asked me when I was younger, I would have been like, yeah, nah, I'm not doing that. No, like hides under, like turtles, goes away, disappears. That's that. But the only thing that made me follow through with each of these things is because it's bigger than me. It's bigger than my fear or my shyness or whatever it is. It's bigger than that. And I feel it. You know, it's it's about sharing things and connecting with people, building bridges where it doesn't seem like it's reachable, you know, and making that fear transmute into purpose, like aligning it with purpose. Like, yes, I can be afraid to do something, but if I feel like it's a part of my purpose and it's what spirit is aligning me to do, 
for a bigger picture to help more people to do whatever it is that spirit's asking me, I'm going to do it. I'll be shaking in my boots. My voice will be shaking. I'm going to still do it. You know, it's a lot of these things, like even coming up here and like speaking, it's like you'll see from each episode the less and less fear that I'll have within me. Why? Because I'm still doing it. No matter what's going on in my life or what's ha what happened prior to me getting here or what's going on, what's going to go on next week before the episode or being consistent and following through for yourself and for spirit, for the collective and for all things good in a good way, like you will match your fears with compassion and understanding and understanding like how we move through it still. Like it's like just obstacles that we move through and it's okay. So it's okay to be afraid. Do it anyway. That's, um, that's what I have for Sacral. So thank you all for tuning in with me. Thank you, Nicole, for playing the bull. And next week, we will be doing solar plexus. Yeah. So have yourself an amazing day. And see you next week. <laughs>